I think the best for me would be 30s. Yeah. I think 30, I'm, I'm looking forward to like having a good 30s. I think I kind of messed up my 20s. I didn't. Like... <laughs> Hi, my name is Anand. I'm an MBA student at the University of Toronto. Welcome to The Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior, using lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient and happy life. Hello everyone, welcome to season 2 of The Why Coordinate podcast. Um kicking off the first episode, I have a very special guest here with me today. Um he was also my teammate in my academic team in the past two terms, uh Steven Ogg. Steven why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to all uh, thank you for having me on Knox so this is my first podcast and <clears throat> it's a pleasure to <clears throat> for it from for my first time in a podcast to be yours so something about me was that um I was born in Niger raised in Singapore for this reason I speak uh multiple different languages like English Chinese and also Indonesian So this kind of a weird combination but yeah that's how who I am and then I went to the states for my undergrad and then decided to go back to Indonesia to work in commercial banking and I find commercial banking really repetitive and boring so I wanted to do my MBA to transition to another career maybe hopefully consulting and uh, you can't make uh, tell this from the podcast since it's audio only mm-hmm. but uh, Stephen has an impeccable sense of style and yeah. <laughs> um and yeah in so i i've recently gotten into indonesian food that made nasi goreng three times in the past two weeks <laughs> oh how did you get into that i don't know i was just bored uh during the winter break went and bought a ketchup mayonnaise and the shrimp paste and everything else you need <laughs> so they fed me it's it's quite nice um never yeah. had it before okay uh so steven um do you have like a funny story Uh, that about you that your family likes to talk about you'd like to share. yeah the funny thing about me like i think i was really a silly kid so when i was young and i watched the tv you can see people using mouth fresheners right to like yeah. make their breath smell nicer i didn't know what that was and i thought that was perfume so one day i took my mom's perfume <laughs> and spread it in my mouth <laughs> it, it was really bitter <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never forget that sensation. <laughs> uh, or you mean like those spray mouth freshness that you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was perfume. <laughs> so, no, I, I thought little... the same. I thought the same. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of shocked me, like how bitter it was. Like, how, how does anyone put that in their mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it, man. For, yeah. for, to make your mouth smell nice, you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how silly I was when I was a kid. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> okay, so I guess let's uh, jump right into the yeah. topic for today. And the topic uh, is basically a discussion of at what age does life get better? Um, you know, we keep talking about how, you know, the good old days or sometimes when you're younger, you think about you can't wait to be an adult. And then yeah. is it... and I don't know in I don't know if this is true in Indonesia and Singapore as well but in India there's this thing where you know once you're in middle school your parents are like you know just work hard in your high school like your A level exams and uh, the equivalent of A level is called the board exams in India and then your life is set then you do that then you study for your entrance exams to get into your undergrad then your life is set after undergrad you work hard to get a job 
uh, at a nice firm, then your life. And then you, uh, while you're working your job, you're like, okay, now let's, uh, you know, give the GMAT or the entrance exam for the MBA, then your life. is. Now we are in our MBA, <laughs> we're trying to search for an internship, then our yeah. life will be set. <laughs> so that keeps going and you don't know when your life actually gets set, but yeah. Is, do you think is, is is that something similar in like Indonesia? Yeah, for sure. And one more thing is that is probably the fact that you're supposed to have a family with like in like at a certain age. Yeah, it's stuff like <laughs> other other than like financial goals. But yeah, what you're yeah. saying about the financial stuff, about jobs and stuff like that, yeah. for sure, it's the yeah. same thing. So, uh, how do you want to go about this? Like, one one way we can go is like just look at every sort of phase of life. So, like teens, please, thirty, please, and like talk yeah. about the good and the bad parts of that like period. And then maybe by at the end we can sort of try to conclude just the best part. Yeah, I think we can start by thinking, like saying like which part, like which decade for us is to us will be the best, and then we can okay. go by each decade. Sure, sure. So yeah. for you, what would what do you think? I think the best for me would be thirties. Yeah. I think 30, I'm, I'm looking forward to like having a good thirties. I think I kind of messed up my twenties. I didn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think kind of messed up my twenties, and like I feel like thirties is sort of like a fresh start. Like that, I can. There's a clean slate for me to start with. Thirties mm-hmm. uh, is for us to like explore and stuff, but thirties is where you like rip the benefits of your labor in your 20s and like for sure for hopefully sure. don't make as many mistakes as you did in 20s. <laughs> yeah, you? yeah no i agree i would say somewhere in like mid 30s to maybe mm-hmm. even going up to 40s because like you said 20s was when you were sort of exploring things you know getting to know yourself getting to know the world and i've literally explored like in all sense of the word in terms of different <laughs> career options different um, like cities and geography being friends with different kinds of people mm-hmm. all sorts of things and now like you have a sense of uh, you know what you want in life how you're going um, and yeah like 20s is is the time where you know every aspect of your life before 20s you're literally a child you don't yeah. really think about anything basically don't even think about to live in the world <laughs> Which is also good in some respect. I wasn't a big fan of like being a child because I felt like I had less control over my life. A lot of yeah. other people, like my parents or my teachers, or just life in general was controlled by other factors. Now I feel like I have more autonomy. And then yeah. 20s is like, you know, there's this mad rush to get everything, like, you know, get a good education, get a job. 20s is also around the time when you, you know, start thinking about like, you know, dating and getting a life yeah. partner and all of that. Hopefully by 30s, all of this will get resolved. So like yeah. kind of, <laughs> all this yeah. uncertainty will get resolved. You'll, ha- you'll be on like a set career path. You'll have yeah. some sort of some stability in that sense. So yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also the 30s is kind of like where everything you're supposed to have on paper in life is set yeah. already. You're supposed to have a family. You have a good job. But yeah. the kind of stuff you're usually achieving in the 30s. So yeah. you kind of already get validated in your threes and then you're like on paper, you're successful and then you can explore yeah. other stuff. So, That's also very true. Yeah. Like all those sort of, and, and I think by thirties, you do have like some sort of accomplishments under your belt so that mm. you, you know, you start feeling nice about yourself. So even if 
like you get knocked down a peg or two with like failures or you know disappointments you still have those sort of successes in the past yeah. to look back to and be like okay no i'm not i'm not a complete waste of space like i have done <laughs> things in the past even if it's, but when you're younger you don't have that so you keep second guessing yourself you might have yeah. imposter syndrome true those kind of things um okay what what about what, what do you think happens in like when you're in your 40s like why not those that uh yeah 40s and 50s i feel like uh you by the time you're 40 or 50 maybe most of the stuff you want to do in life is already done so you're just mm. cruising through life where mm. without without really having much uh achievements left to accomplish that's mm. how i feel and then most of the time if you have a family then you i feel like i my, my parents like when they're 40, they're currently like when they were in the 40s and 50s all they were doing was like worrying about the kids future instead of mm. their own like what they want to do instead so that kind of like like uh affected how i thought about me being in my 40s and 50s you're not really mm. thinking about yourself anymore it's more of a family thing Our family yeah. yeah yeah but then on the same side i feel like 30s would also be the time where you know you are sort of settled you you're on a career path you but you still have to you know climb that ladder so to speak mm-hmm. go, grow so there's stress in that regard mm-hmm. and then i guess 30s is when you sort of start settling down with a partner get married yeah. so then that comes with its own growing pain and then like if you start having children at that point of time then you know so i feel like th- there's some challenges there as well um, different kinds of challenges these are more sort of teething problems whereas in for in your 40s i would imagine you're even more senior so um mm. even if like wherever you are in your career in your 40s you sort of stay at that level yeah. you'll still be fine but 30s definitely you still want to ramp up a little bit yeah plus um, yeah. uh, i guess in terms of and then in terms of like living with your partner i think by then you I, it varies from people to people i don't have a lot of experience you know being with like one person you know living with them 24/7 that sort of a thing so i guess in your 40s you'll get that yeah. <laughs> and then kids i don't know and that they, that i feel like is stressful at any point of time <laughs> from when they're a baby to their uh yeah. teen i guess once they go off to college i guess then <laughs> then you get your freedom back yeah <laughs> but by the time there by the time you'll be like yeah 50 60 you'll be yeah. like late 50 maybe yeah <laughs> yeah then the other thing is like i guess now we reached a point where you know on one hand half of my friends are like you know married getting married and some even have like a kid or two on the other hand there are people who are still sort of <laughs> going through life like it's undergrad it's like you know going out of you know <laughs> yeah so i don't know how they sort of yeah i, I don't i'm not sure how they reason. so yeah one of the reasons why I like among among us social like younger mm-hmm. currently oh and then yeah so uh seeing like i mean like people with me like i kind of like i kind of reflect but i kind of reflect that so i want to why did you say that you know you sort of squandered your 20s more than half of your 20s are still left <laughs> i mean so far so far <laughs> I mean so you far. have the so like if you take the average of your 20 you still have 6 years um you, uh, you can yeah. like uh, <laughs> like yeah. I'm going to turn 29 in fact I'll be turning 29 on the day this episode is released so I oh. just have one year of my 20s left it is but for you um like well, half time <laughs> I'm like midway I'm I'm turning 25 this yeah well happy early birthday I appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, phone 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, so but I want to talk about like when you said that you sort of you know not made the best of your twenties. Like, yeah. would you talk about like what what is it that you feel like you could have done or you didn't do? Yeah, for sure. One one was like not studying when I was younger. I remember when I did O level. Yeah, it's not it's not something I was doing my O levels. I was I was trying to like climb the the rank list in a computer. Yeah, even even the night before the exam, I was still doing. So I didn't really do that. I didn't do well in my O level. And then somehow somehow I made it to college. And then uh, I also didn't I also didn't study during college days. So it was only after I graduated that like it kind of hit like what what am I doing and things. And then I started to get like get my uh, get my shit together. Yeah, I got luckily I managed a job. Yeah, if if it wasn't for that wake up call, I don't. So oh, like yeah, it it took me it took me like two years to like bring back like uh get me to where i am from like my my my, my like uh youth part of my youth <laughs> i i don't think steven that you're only 24 and you know it's this sort of asian mindset where even at the like first grade you should really start studying and getting a a pluses all around like i mean in a class of 40 45 students everyone can't get an a plus first and foremost second does it really matter like it worked out fine for you right you like okay fine all levels you you would have gotten a higher grade but i so i, I went through the same thing as you you did when i was younger so in india when you're like you know in high school there are these uh, the A levels or levels, and I don't know what what is basically the twelfth the exam that you give after the twelfth grade isn't as important if you're trying to get into engineering as an undergrad, which basically every guy in India has to get into. <laughs> um, you have these sort of entrance exams, which are really really difficult, really long. You have like two three years worth of uh, physics, chemistry, and math to study, for. and um, like I I knew that I. Even before I was born, I knew I was supposed to give that because A, everybody in my family had given that and they've gone into nice colleges. And B, like that's sort of like the thing, that's the only career path that you know of, which you know yeah. gives you a reasonable like job. Yeah. But it's really hard, man. That's even till this date, I'm turning 29. I have given so many exams. I've studied in so many universities. I've done so many courses. But that one exam is the hardest thing I've ever done. And maybe by itself is it's not the hardest but given like your state of mind your uh, ability to work hard your ability to concentrate at that age when you're 16 17 um is not that developed you've not like that age is when you should be like you know chilling and having fun I, and and we go through all of that you know just sacrifice everything else to work for this and then we feel guilty when we don't get the result. like i feel like all of that is very very toxic as as long as you know, you're doing reasonably well enough to get to where you want to. Um, which is why I like the Western style of education for undergrad. Like, you give your SATs. If you really, really, really want to do well and get into an Ivy League, then you need a higher score and all of that bullshit. But if you want to, like, get a reasonable job, you can still go to a state college with reasonable grades and get a good job that pays well. Um, I don't think that, like, and, you know, you are here. This is the top a business school in Canada, uh, very, very difficult and competitive to get in. So like those first couple of years, if you like didn't, I, I don't think like you squandered, man. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's part of growing up, I guess. Yeah. And, and then slowly you pick up like now the amount of hours we put in for these assignments and stuff. Or I know you gave the CFA, uh, I'm sure that requires a lot of time. Um, 
I mean, you you learn how to do all of that. So it's not like you know you don't. But that at that age when we are sort of expected to put in those kind of hours, um, I know India is very bad about it. Yeah. I was I I heard that uh, even in China, I think there's some exam that you're supposed to give to get into colleges, and it's so hard yeah. that people have mental breakdowns, and it's easier for them to give the essay, you know, get into a um, good college in the US than it is to get into a good college in. China. It's like I, I remember um, just two two years ago. I was watching this Australian TV show. It's I don't know, stupid. It's about like sixteen year olds and mermaids that oh. involved in some shit like that. And those guys are literally just you know chilling at the beach all the time. Like I know TV shows are not realistic, but still, for the most part, the way that life pans out when you're sixteen, seventeen is uh, you give your SATs, you apply to colleges. even before you graduate you have an admit so that last year of high school you can literally just chill take time you know spend time with family friends whatever you want whereas for us it's like very very high stress that's like when you have to sort of study perform and you know this stress of getting into college um I, yeah so <laughs> i right. i absolutely like hate that that period of 16 to 18 19 in like in india and assuming in madhya pradesh like that it's the worst <laughs> um yeah. So I'm, I'm always curious, like, uh, so next time, like, like when I have, how, how am I, like, so, because I feel like uh, my parents did a decent, <laughs> recently, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like they also could do better. Yeah. Like, I don't, but I don't know how they could do better. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if uh, since like we talk about how like the the culture in India, mm. how like they put so much pressure on it, like, mm. how would you? So I feel like. Uh... I mean, so to be honest, my parents didn't put as much of a pressure on me. It was more of just the lack of other options. Like even I didn't know. Like my parents would let me like choose what I wanted to do. Even as per my understanding, the optimal like way about it was you know going through that meat meat grinder and uh, you know coming out on that. Uh, one thing is different. We're already sort of in Canada right now, so. our kids are going to be in canada they go through a very different like educational system and even if like i was in india uh i would make an effort to sort of explore alternative pathways instead of like this one sort of thing and the other thing to sort of note is that even if you don't make it at that age in your undergrad like there are ways in life there are other opportunities um and I mean, giving kids this sort of space and freedom to you know figure things out, yeah. uh, and figure things out, and you know trusting them that they will eventually do find their way. Uh, like, I mean, at the end of the day, even they're going to be your kid, right? Uh, <laughs> and you, if you 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 have the sense to sort of figure your uh, path eventually, they they will too. Um, there's no point. Like, like I've seen children of extremely strict parents. Um, they do tend to like perform really, really well. But then it starts getting into like, so for example, I really like Formula One, and in Formula yeah. One you have Max Verstappen who who won the last uh, last year's championship. Um, he has a very, very toxic relationship with his dad, and like there are like it, it's it's no like it's not a secret that his dad has been like very so strict with him. Almost like how Asian parents are stereotyped, and that sort of pushed him to be really, really, you know, good at what he does, really successful at what he does. But his relationship with his dad is sort of not, not the the best, and he's always under pressure all that. Like, see, 
this whole thing about studying hard getting a good career is about like happiness right? but if you push someone too hard to the extent that you know they start feeling guilty they start feeling resentful towards you then even though they will achieve those you know traditional successes they will be unhappy like right now you you sort of regret your 20s which i honestly from my perspective you shouldn't because the end result is that you know you are you are at the top business school you will get a really good job out you are in canada toronto and and 16 18 was like the time to like chill and relax like your life hadn't started <laughs> you know it's only it's not even your 20 um, so that sort of framing i do differently obviously mm-hmm. i'm no expert in parenting and you know, <laughs> i can see all these things and sort of things um and and then the other thing is that the landscape sort of keeps changing right the way our parents grew up we grew up very differently because yeah. like technology and society changed already yeah. like i feel very very like when i watch all these like tv shows about like teens in school now with like with their cell phones and social networking websites and you know gossip sort of spreading very quickly i get why he's like just thinking about how life would be <laughs> then so you would if you grew up today like you were in your day yeah if i was in yeah. school right now with like you know instagram and everything because middle school high school is when sort of your insecurities are at are at peak right and yeah. um sure. yeah so and all of these things all they do is sort of just magnify like your insecurities magnify the gossip and kids are assholes at this age like they <laughs> literally anything that they can find which differentiates you from the rest of the group they make fun of you for that and then you'll sort of feel sad about it. i don't know Um, so so definitely we've established that like that teen late teens is like the worst period yes, yes. yeah 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 i agree <laughs> like some as much as we like to like say how the most like how nostalgic it was back then it's yeah. not but, but at that time for sure it was like the worst part of all lives finally <laughs> no it was it was the worst part of my life for sure and i so let me ask you a different sort of question do you think life gets better with age like every year is it mm. better than the previous yeah uh i think cuz like when you grow older you you get a lot more much more and the relationship to build is also stronger i feel you you don't like you won't you won't build really us uh, or not useless in the sense like that like maybe when you were a teen you have like bad interests but when yeah. you're older you you kind of know who like who are you who are your true friends like who are really who are to be prepared for you so yeah. uh, i like to think of terms of three comments so like first the relationships second would be hobby family and then third like financial stability mm-hmm. so yeah as you grow older like those three kind of like, improve mm-hmm. as you grow older so yeah it, kind of, it makes sense that uh as you grow older you are more happy mm-hmm. yeah, that's why i feel no yeah i i agree with you that i feel like every year of my life except for 2020 where things went completely downhill yeah. <laughs> has been better than like the oh, yeah. you know. for, sure, for sure i mean even uh, even even covid like like yeah, previously like right now we're in a lockdown and yeah. we kind of took it for granted when we just came to because there was no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no no the so so like the whole like my decision to you know come to rockmouth to canada all of this was because of the pandemic like um i uh because otherwise you sort of go through life just living day to day right you have work and you have your social engagements and this and that and you don't really think about where your life is going but then what yeah. covid did was you basically stuck at home your entire life is on pause you're just working and you can't yeah. really go out you can't travel 
So then you think about, oh shit, where is my life going? What do I want? My life? Yeah. Those sort of existential questions. And <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I realized that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. then you're like, no, I want my life to go here. I want to be like this, this, this. So yeah, that that's definitely uh, something that COVID did for me. <laughs> yeah, COVID made like made us like reflect on what what we want, like what we want there and what we have. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's this article I found which says which talks about ten reasons why life gets better as you grow older, and it has a few points. So I was thinking we can like go through that and like talk about whether you agree with it. Oh, yeah, sure. I have it on a different computer. So <laughs> I just um, used that too. So the first point is, as you get older, you build the cognitive functions that happiness requires: gratitude objectivity and problem gratitude for problem solving activity i mean uh it depends on what brings like objectivity yeah learning to like read people better like, for problem solving i'm not sure unless you unless you're someone who really likes to maybe <laughs> uh like gratitude I- gratitude for sure objectivity yeah. i think it i think it sort of talks about what you know you mentioned about like you know bad influences like you're more objective about what gets you happiness who should you spend time with what should you yeah. spend your time with and then problem solving, I guess you just, you know, problems will keep co- getting thrown at your life. I guess as um, you get older, you get better at, you know, just dealing with them, tackling them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when you were younger, you're probably like, oh, the problem is coming, you just panic. You, you don't know how to deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'll tell you, when I was in like, I want to say, you know, kindergarten or maybe like the first year of starting school, I don't know what it's called in my school, it was just called kindergarten, like lower kindergarten. Uh-huh. Um, they gave us this form basically which had like your name your details address and you had to get like your blood group printed. so you go get your blood group tested and put it on now I lost that form and it was just a printed form that you filled with the pen it wasn't like an OCR sheet or anything like that and I lost that form and I was like freaking out about you know what will we do um, and then like I was very very stressed the whole day then my mom was like okay fine um, you know we'll get a form from your friend and like get it photocopied and then you know I'll cut it in that size it was like a small rectangle and I'll fill it in then nobody would know like you lost it I was like okay fine then uh, I went to my friend to get it but he had already filled it in so we couldn't photocopy so my mom was like okay fine what I'll do is I'll take a black pen and write like the fields and then take a blue pen to like write down the the, the answers and and she did that only because I was like freaking out about all of it. And, and then she gave it to me the next day I go, I give it to my teacher, class teacher. And this is a kindergarten. Uh-huh. And she, I, I'm half expecting her to like, you know, freak out and be really mad. Like, you know, where's that form? Why are you submitting? Like she didn't, obviously she didn't say anything. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I could not have been dumber or more stupid than yeah. you know, freaking out about something like that. But I mean, that goes to show that, you know, when you're younger, things seem yeah. so big and problematic yeah. and then as you get older you either just stop giving an f about it because it's not yeah. that much of a deal or you figure out how to yeah yeah, it's, okay. It's okay. yeah i yeah. guess the ending stuff also like when you go older you kind of think back it goes back to the point where we already we already accomplished so much where like yeah. we have nothing else to prove so like yeah. even if we mess up we also yeah. like oh we don't we don't give an f about it. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and also, I feel like you start realizing that things never go as bad as your imagination tells you to. Like, then you can sort of look back and be like, okay, these five times I thought things will be absolutely traumatic and catastrophic, but it wasn't like that. Something, fic- the, like, things find a way to sort of sort them. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Then the next thing is, uh, science says you're generally more content after you have a few major life achievements. So yeah, this is exactly yeah. what yeah. we're talking about. And one, as you age, your attitude shifts from what I can do to what I can enjoy. Uh, yeah. I think we were talking about how like in, like in the 40s and 50s, it was not something we chose to be like the happiest part of our life. Because hmm. uh, we said like we, we were just cruising through and we have no hmm. other achievements to accomplish. Yeah. But I never thought about it like, we just want to enjoy life instead of yeah. something at the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, happiness <laughs> come from having nothing. Happiness <laughs> may also come from having nothing to achieve, but you're already content, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in your 40s and 50s, even you can you can play those video games, try to get higher yeah. on the rank <laughs> without feeling guilty about it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Before, um, if life becomes more difficult as time goes on, it indicates you're not learning, evolving, or adapting. And so basically, we just become better equipped to deal with things than that we did not know how to deal with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so far life has not become more difficult as time goes on. Have, have, it, have it been for you? No, I, I I think it gets easier. Like it gets yeah, like yeah, yeah, now, like if a Dortmund gives me a form to fail with my blood group, I lose it. <laughs> I'm not going to be yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah. You might not even hand it in. <laughs> yeah, I might not even hand it in. <laughs> exactly. True. Very true. Uh, number five is um, you're more emotionally erratic as a younger. Mm. I, yeah, I guess you're more emotional, right, when you're younger. Well, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it goes back to, like, you know, how we perceive things to be more difficult or catastrophic. Yeah, true. <clears throat> we are taught by experience that nothing external, we assume, will bring us happiness. Actually, it does. Nothing uh, I don't know. We are taught by experience that nothing external, we assume, will bring us happiness. Uh, uh, so basically what it's saying is that we think that, you know, chasing some goals or achievements will make us happy, like externally. Mm. But like after you achieve it and you realize that it's like, it doesn't do anything and like happiness from then that, I think they could go in. Happiness comes from knowing that like it was useless to chase every, like anything. Yeah. Like uh, happiness comes from knowing that it's from within, like achieving something or someone uh, or something will not get, which uh, I don't know if I believe 100% uh, like, I, I do feel achieving things brings me happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you, like when I got into Rotman, I was very happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I yeah. don't know, maybe. Uh, what are your maybe, thoughts on it? Maybe it was along the lines of like, you were chasing something you thought would make you happy. But yeah. once you got it, you realized actually it wasn't what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah like maybe. The- me, for example, like I know a lot of people are chasing consulting, right? Yeah. But now that like the consulting recruiting is over, a lot of people actually told me like, yeah, they're not, they don't, they don't really want. They, after they, they went through the whole process, they, they actually don't really want to do consulting anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like back to what you were saying, like you were just doing it for the money. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Number seven is bonds you build with people over years cohere into emotional safety. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I could say that because like on, on sort of both ways, like one was when you were younger in like high school and even to some extent undergrad, your friendships aren't that strong. And, you know, because of those insecurities and all that, I don't think you feel as safe as you do become older. And those friendships have sort of stood at one. And second, I also feel like as you get more mature, you start forming meaningful relationships more easily. Like I feel like 
like with you like i feel like we formed a, a reasonably close relationship fairly quickly uh, now that we are older and sort of have that yeah. maturity whereas if let's say we'd met in maybe high school i don't think mm. we would have you know got that is a good point yeah that's a good point <laughs> i'll say go back to that point where like i feel like i didn't do well enough in my 20s where mm. If I studied well, I could have like gotten to a different social circle. If you get what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like I've yeah. gone to like maybe an Ivy League or any like any good school. I've like I've been in, in a different social circle as I did before. It's, yeah, so it kind of like uh kind of like maybe I was just curious like how would I have been if I had actually put in effort into doing that. That's a good point. Like yeah, your social circle, but it's it, it is true you do get influenced by that, but like. in every sort of institution even like the best ones there will always be like bad influences and good influences so you can still choose to like associate yourself with like the better one and I, honestly okay. this is something that i've always wondered like irrespective of how competitive and difficult like the like the admission process to get into that job or into that educational institute there will always be a handful of like incompetent assholes who sort of slip through the cracks and still make it in <laughs> I don't know how they get in. <laughs> We're not going to name drop anyone, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even just talking about like Rotman for now. Like yeah. even my high school, the jobs that I've worked, uh, other institutions that I've been to, like there's mm-hmm. always is like one or two who you always wonder, like how did they get in? Yeah. And, <laughs> and they sort of then can have like a next- yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess like no matter in, in every sort of circle, there's there's still like. like the bad apples and yeah the yeah. good apples yeah yeah so number 8 is you know how to get through things because you've done it right? yeah. last two. number 9 is you move from assuming that your time here is a guarantee to seeing it as a gift and an opportunity uh so basically the gratitude part yeah yeah, yeah. it's also like when you're younger you don't really think about like the end but i guess when you start like it says friends parents pass on friends pass on people get ill tragedies occur uh, yeah when you're young you just think like time will always be like this yeah. like it will always be like that and then you never then soon you just grow up you just grow up yeah exactly like and i think covid did that as well right covid made you sort of really value and not take for granted things like so as simple as going out to a restaurant to eat or like you know seeing your friends or whatever you really value that yeah that. for sure And then final point is you learn about who you are and learn how to create a life that person. Will. So mm-hmm. I think that is goes back to even about like twenties or for years exploring. Like you know exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah. But also, there's an uncertainty and like in your thirties, you still don't know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like in your thirties, like there's still people that doesn't that don't know what they want. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are not like exact like numbers, but more or less around thirties. Yeah. Maybe for some people it'd be. early 30 some people it will be like like for you because you're at rockman at 24 by the time you get hit your 30s i'm pretty sure you'll be on like your set kind of path but there are some people who are it at rockman in their late 20s or like early 30s like mm. me so for them <laughs> there are still a few more years of you know sort of trying to figure it out stuff mm. yeah. but i feel like you already have your life like figured out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have you have you have that you have that that that, that charisma. <laughs> well, that's I think that sort of we've talked about everything there was to talk about this topic. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to like add before we wrap topic up? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we already talked about most of like like what what we where like which part of life we feel we kind of 
not enjoy and which part of life we do enjoy. Yeah, this was yeah. a good discussion. <laughs> yeah, so I think the gist is like your 30s, maybe mid-30s is like the best yeah. part of it. Gone through the meat grinder, but you're like not gotten tied up in the new cage. Yeah. I, I can see that. Okay, so that's the end of this discussion. Now we come to the wrapping up section. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have like a ins- insightful thought or an idea across any? Mm-hmm. Yeah, an insightful thought about age in general. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, one thing I grew up, because uh, being young and being surrounded by older people, I say I learn a lot more than mm-hmm. being being like people in my, in my own age. Mm-hmm. So in a separate part, I'll be trying to prize, like surround yourself with people who are better than you. Because like they say, you are the average of the of your five closest friends, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I just uh, like how, that's how that's what shaped my social circle basically. I don't want to surround myself with people who are better than me. <laughs> Which is why I want to surround my social circle with you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrounding my social circle with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, okay, and then final question. Um, who would you like to feature on this? Yeah, seeing well, the next one could be someone older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. I, think they, uh, I I know someone who's in like 34. Since mm-hmm. we talk about how we talk about how we're supposed to get our life together at 35, yeah. that, like yeah. in the mid 30s, maybe we could maybe he could be on the next podcast and we could talk <laughs> about his experiences <laughs> being 34. Uh, would you like have a name? Uh, I know James. No, James. Okay. James. Try to reach out to him. Well, um, I think that's it for the podcast. Thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us <laughs> today. I was really excited to have you here. Also, like the things changed up the format of this. This me now. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was it was a fun session. How, how did you feel? Yeah, it was really fun. This is like a really good experience. I <laughs> I, I, I came in like being kind of nervous because this is recorded and I don't want to like mess yeah. up with anything <laughs> like that but like yeah it was really casual and it's really fun about anyway so, yeah, this is a good experience writing me no thank you so much for coming uh, I'm gonna stop recording